You're listening to KDRTLP. 95.7 FM, Davis, California, KDRT.org. Online. Welcome to the Electric Compost Heap.
All right. Looks like everything is uh, where it needs to be. Good evening, friends, and welcome to another edition of the Electric Compost Heap here on KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis, California. KDRT.org online. My name is Doug Deep, and we bring you the Electric Compost Heap every other Friday night from 6 until 8 p.m. We swap off with another fine program, Divine Intervention, hosted by your friend and mine, Jess Goddess. Uh, we've got a great show put together for you tonight at uh, 6.30 p.m. We're expecting a call from Pete Menchetti, who is the owner and operator of Slovenly Recordings in Reno, Nevada. Uh, he's going to be talking about uh, Slovenly, some of the records, and uh, a couple of festivals that he and the Slovenly crew have put together. Uh, one in Reno, one in... Uh, Europe. I believe uh, it's uh, Italy and Spain. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out at about uh, 6.30 when he calls in. Until then, it's just compost, baby. Nothing but compost. Uh, out in the garden, we have been using plenty of that. As a matter of fact, I've used up pretty much all of the compost that I made this past winter and uh, got to go buy the other stuff, you know? That's how it goes. Uh, but everything's looking good. Squash are coming up. Uh, the tomatoes are getting tall, and uh, the peppers are going in just about now. And it's a good time. It's a good time to garden in uh, Davis, California right now. All right. We're going to get started tonight with uh, the Turtles. This is a song called Outside Chance right here on the Electric Compost Heap. KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis.
ولكن <تصفيق> Thank you. 
KDRT. KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. Uh, the unmistakable sounds of Tenaroin with uh, something called Ten Hurt. We also had The Losing Streaks with uh, a song called Too Late from the album This Band Will Self Destruct in T Minus. Uh, the Losing Streaks are going to be playing at the Davis Music Festival on Sunday. Uh, June 18th, over at the Delta of Venus stage. They're also going to be appearing at the second part of the Debaucherino Festival uh, in Nevada. I'm sorry, that's not right. In Virginia City, in Nevada, uh, where they will be uh, opening for Wild Billy Childish. We're going to be talking to uh, Pete Manchetti in just a couple of minutes about slovenly recordings, the Debaucherino Festival, and much more. So stay tuned for that. At the top of that set, we had the Turtles with Outside Chance all here in the Electric Compost Heap on KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. Uh, I was talking about gardening a minute ago. If you're into gardening, by all means, you should know about the Davis Garden Show. Happens live on KDRT Thursday afternoons from noon until 1 p.m. Actually, it's not live. It's recorded the day before. But... uh, doesn't really matter much. Your hosts, Don Shore and Lois Richter, will tell you pretty much every single thing you need to know, uh, from weather patterns to watering patterns to what grows and what doesn't, and much, much more. The Davis Garden Show here on KDRT, Thursday afternoons from noon until 1 p.m. All right, we're going to hear something else uh, from a band that is going to be at the Davis Music Festival. This is... Ashley Flynn and the Riveters with a song called High on a Mountain, KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis.
fino mantel me dispongo a comer ante mí hay comida para tres no pienso en nadie yo soy el rey KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis, California. Uh, one of my favorite bands here that I've discovered uh, on the electric compost heap is Wau y los Args. Uh, and I, I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce that. They're from Spain, uh, and uh, they are one of many great uh, bands on the Slovenly record label. And uh, I discovered them because Slovenly just like started sending us their CDs. And I went, wow, this is really cool. Uh, I think I've got the owner and mastermind of Slovenly record, uh, recordings on the line right now, Pete Minchetti. Are you there, Pete? Hmm. I thought this might happen. Let's see. Um... Anything at all? No. Okay. Um, I guess we're gonna have to. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to go to music and see if we can uh, get Pete on the line uh, in another uh, uh, fashion. So uh, hang on there, and uh, we'll hear some more from Wau y los Args. This is uh, something from. Um, uh, let's see. The album is called Todo Roto, which means entirely broken. Uh, and uh, this is a song called uh, Malditos Modales, right here on the Electric Compost Heap, KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis. Mentiras con sol, mal 
Hey, can you hear me, Pete? Yes. Okay. Wau y los args right here in the electric compost heap on KDRT, uh, something called Malditos Modales. And we're going to try again with Pete Manchetti. Pete, are you there? I am here. Yes, we did it. How you doing? I'm doing great. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for uh, bearing with uh, my uh, technical awkwardness and uh, also for uh, taking the time to call up and uh, talk with us here down at KDRT. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, it's a total pleasure. Um, so, uh, one of the one of the things we wanted to talk about was uh, uh, the Debacherino Festival, which is going to be coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, and it's a two parter. Uh, it's it it starts uh, in June and then it kind of completes in July. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, it starts two weeks from today here in Reno. Um, we're going to have uh, three nights. Uh, Three nights and two days of music, uh, bands from all over the place, the kids playing in the USA for the first time in, since 2016, the mummies coming over from the South Bay uh, for the first time in five years. Uh, they played in, in 2018 as well here in, in the biggest little city. We have the Zeros from San Diego, who uh, I found out later was the very first out-of-town punk band ever to play in Reno. Uh, they played with Seven Seconds in 1980. It was their second show. Wow. So let me um, let me stop you there real quick. Uh, the Zeros, okay. is that uh, the Zeros from uh, uh, Chula Vista with um, one of uh, the... Uh, of course. Yeah. The only Zeros that matter. Okay. Of course. Okay. Okay. Ro <laughs> uh, Robert Lopez and uh, uh, Javier Escovito, um, who right. is the younger brother of... Uh, of um, the more, of his more famous brother, whose first name is escaping me right now. 
Um, anyways, uh, and uh, uh, Robert Lopez is also uh, well known as Elvez. Yeah, I don't know if he's in the band anymore. Um, I hope so. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Well, that I, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, they don't uh, they don't perform together that much that much anymore, do they? Um, you know, uh, I think they they kind of come in spurts. Yeah. So um, it seems like they haven't played in a while. So they're very excited, and we're super excited to have them. Awesome. Maine. Awesome. And uh, uh, the mummies too. Uh, the mummies just uh, played in the uh, down on the coast in Pacifica about I don't know about a month and a half ago or so, and uh, I was totally excited to see uh, them on uh, on this uh, lineup as well as uh, that they're just out and about again. Um, they are yeah yeah they're playing in Bologna, Italy right now. Oh, wow. I just was watching a video, like a live video that somebody was streaming. <laughs> amazing amazing the internet's a wonderful yeah. thing um yeah, yeah I, I i saw i've seen the mummies a whole bunch of times uh way back in the day in the in the early mid 90s and uh what Lucky uh you. yeah what an amazing show that they put on yeah yeah and they still they still kill it on stage that's you know we're um we've got a several uh bands with older members uh on the festival like the kids and they also still completely destroy on stage. Um, you know, they started in 1976, as did the Zeros. Wow. And uh, they still give everything they can on stage. Very looking forward to seeing them here in Reno. Yeah, totally. Um, and then so the uh, the second part of the festival is going to be happening a month later in July. Why don't you tell us about that? So the second part of the festival is going to be in Virginia City, Nevada, uh, which is about 40 minutes from Reno. Um, we've got Wild Billy Childish and CTMF playing their only show in in the USA for this year. Uh, exclusive gig. Wow. chance to see them. And they're playing in a very special place. It's an opera house. It's Piper's Opera House, built in 1860-something, burnt down in 1860-something, rebuilt and then burnt down again and then rebuilt and it's still there what a perfect and, venue <laughs> uh, yeah it's no it's fantastic it's, it's very beautiful we did in 2018 um we had our big event here in reno on uh friday and saturday and then on sunday we loaded up like seven bus loads uh and went up to virginia city and had a bunch of bands playing up there in the opera house and it was it was a highlight for uh, for a lot of people that came for the weekend, so we're looking forward to, to doing it again. Yeah, and how did you get uh, Billy Childish to uh, to get involved? He he doesn't uh, uh, get out to these shores too often anymore either. Right. Um, yeah, it's just you know, as a matter of, I've been asking him for for years. Okay, you know? so that's it's what it takes like, years of work. <laughs> kind of, yeah, it's. I mean, we put out a seven inch for him uh, years ago, so we have some history together um tiny little bit just a seven inch yeah but um but yeah i've been asking for for quite a while it's kind of a recurring theme like to get really amazing artists you, you know it took me 10 years to get the mummies to come to reno so. <laughs> <laughs> well you're you're a patient guy yeah you know um i've been trying for 10 years to get the undertones 
to play uh, one of our overseas festivals. Um, so maybe it'll happen next year. We'll try. We're going to keep trying. <laughs> All right. So why don't you, since you since you brought that up, why don't you tell us about uh, the uh, the overseas festival that you're going to be doing later this year? Yeah, later this year we're doing a festival in Italy. Well, it starts in Italy and ends in Spain. Um, it's the We're Loud Fest. It's the uh, festival we started doing about um, in 2015 as a release party for the We're Loud uh, double compilation LP. Um, and, yeah, we've done it all over the place from Greece to Turkey to Italy, Vietnam, Puerto Rico, Mexico. Um, and, yeah, this year in October, we start on a nearly abandoned island in the Adriatic Sea, uh, <laughs> part of Italy. Wow. And we're there for a weekend, and we travel uh, afterwards across the Italian the, the peninsula. And to we, we take a boat from near Rome to Barcelona. And then from there, we travel together to the fantastic Dracula Carnival, which is in Benidorm, Spain. The, you, you called that the Fantastic Dracula Car Carnival? The Fantastic Dracula fantastic. Carnival. That's, that's the festival that we are traveling to. Okay. But, but our festival is called We're Loud Fest. I got you. Okay, so is it like the, the two festivals are kind of coming together? or? Yeah, yeah. They're uh, very good friends of mine who organized the Fantastic, and I've been a DJ um, every year since they began. Nice. Um, so, yeah, every now and then we make these weird collaborations yeah yeah uh that's that sounds that sounds like the 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 coolest punk rock show i think i've ever heard of it's pretty fun you know last year we did a traveling fest from that started in venice italy and ended in naples italy and uh, it was it was extremely it was a, a logistical nightmare um <laughs> but it was worth every Every moment, every, every headache, hair, lost <laughs> <Yeah>. hair. <laughs> I hear you. Um, and how did how did how did the idea of uh, a European festival start? I mean, if if I go through the the slovenly catalog, I find you know quite a few bands from uh, uh, Spain, uh, also from uh, Italy, Greece. How did how did uh, how did that turn into a uh, uh, a festival? Um, yeah, basically. Um... Well, it's not only a European festival because we've also done it in uh, Mexico and in and Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, and we're planning to do it next in at the end of 2024. We're we're planning to do it in Africa somewhere. Wow. Um, but how did it start? In I mean, it did start in Europe, and that's because I was living over there. Um, my mother is is from Italy, and uh, you know, after touring with bands in in Europe, um, and visiting family in Italy and stuff, I decided that I wanted to live over there. Um, and I, I wanted to learn Italian and everything. I ended up opening a bar in Italy and running in, and um, learning, you know, becoming an Italian citizen and everything. And basically lived in Europe for about 20 years. Um, and, um, and yeah, that's how it happened. I mean, we, the first We're Loud Fest was supposed to be in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. but they they gave our date away to a techno party. Of course. And when, when I found out about it, I was in Athens, Greece, having a blast. So I said, all right, we're going to do it in Athens then. <laughs> so that's, where, that's where it happened. 
So, we so have new Bob Turk and the kids on the first edition. It was a great one. Awesome. So, so uh, you were operating this bar in Italy while you were also operating Slovenly Recordings. Yes. Yeah. The Slovenly started in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and the bar started in two thousand three. Wow. Wow. So that mm-hmm. must have like taken a, a pretty big toll. I mean, those are like two pretty full time jobs. Yeah, well, I mean, on top of that, I'm, I'm running the sticker guy. Um, that's that's the one that took more of my time back then. Nowadays, I've got a really great crew, and you know, I'm able to to get away with just doing the most, only the most boring tasks, like you know, the accounting and payroll and running the website and stuff like that. Wow, wow! So you're it's a it's a real uh, 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 DIY thing. The whole. Uh... Uh, the recording and the uh, the recordings and the the sticker guy and the festivals and the, and the bar. I mean, you just literally just said, "Okay, I'm going to do this," and did it, huh? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I mean, never just alone, you know. But yeah, I would say I would call it DIY. Yeah, know? totally, totally. Did you grow From up in Reno? Curious, I grew up in New York State. Okay, uh, but I moved to Reno when I was ten years old. Okay, okay. And, and, and then so, I left when I was twenty six. So you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so, a Reno white, but totally, not totally. <laughs> well, I mean, so so um, you mentioned the band Seven Seconds, uh, who is, I think, probably the best known band out of Reno. Uh, uh, probably. Okay. Uh, I mean, so you must have kind of come up with the the punk and, and garage scene uh, there. That was that was happening at the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My first punk show was uh, Seven Seconds and the Cir- and Circle Jerks nice. uh, in 1988 um, at this place called the Red Rose Dance Hall in Sparks, Nevada. Uh, I got uh, arrested afterwards for curfew while I was waiting on the corner for my mom to pick me up. <laughs> so, so what do you, you mean? You were like underage, and the cops came by and checked IDs, and you didn't have one or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I was just waiting. I was waiting on the corner, and it was past the curfew hour oh god you know my mom was on her way to pick me up and i was 14 years old and you know the cop said well how old are you son you know like well i'm 14 i'm waiting for my mom to pick me up he's like she could pick you up from the station you know as if my mom was already on her way you know so (laughs) we got to the station i called she didn't answer because she was driving around frantically oh man looking for me you know and, and like seeing all these like bloody bruised punks spilling out of the venue you know cause you probably know back in 1988 you know punk rock shows were kind of violent you know they could be I'd they be, could be yeah they could be yeah people were slam dancing and you know they they weren't like fighting really but they yeah they i really I, got into it all the way yeah i didn't always see blood but there were there were often bruises to compare afterward total yeah yeah wow so that's uh <laughs> that's amazing i'm just like shaking my head here thinking wow so the reno police had nothing better to do on that particular evening than to haul in a 14 year old kid he was waiting for his mom to pick him up basically i guess not i yeah. guess okay i mean we'll leave it there There must have been people doing worse <laughs> things that night but. one would think one would think i mean reno is reno you know yeah and cell phones didn't exist back then you know so you right. know it, you know, we had to, I had to leave a message on the tape, on the on the cassette tape. You right, know? right. 
mom got back and, and listened to the tape and then came to the police station. She said, you're never going to punk rock show again. Oh, man. <laughs> that didn't work out, though. Yeah, yeah. I, it, well, did, did she, like, blame the police at all? I mean, that, it, it seems to me like that was the bigger uh, issue of the of the whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember really <laughs> okay. those details. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Hey, so when you, you, you said that you started Slovenly Recordings in 2002, uh, what what made you uh, dive into that undertaking? Uh, well, my first record label was called 702 Records, mm -hmm. and I started that one in um, 1994, actually, mm -hmm. and put out about 36 releases or so, and it was kind of a community record label, like I just put out whatever i felt like you know my friends bands all different styles but in two, in two, by 2002 I, I you know was getting more and more into like garage rock and garage punk and you know punk like 70s punk and i wanted to start a a label that had a more distinct sound you know yeah that people would just buy the records for the label so i started slogging with and so how did you, uh, uh, it, kind of tying it all back to uh, Europe again, how did you uh, find out about uh, uh, the, the Spanish bands and the Italian bands and the Greek bands uh, that you eventually released? I mean, did they just, like, send you a, a demo or a cassette or something? Well, no, I was living in Italy, and then I, okay. lived, I moved from Italy to Amsterdam, um, and then I moved to Spain. I lived in Valencia, where Raul Lozard is from. You just played right right and uh, but actually uh while we lost their very first uh show outside of the outside of spain their very first tour i should say out of outside of spain was when i brought them to italy to play in our bar in in naples and we did a little mini tour together cool um and uh and so like what what was the uh uh the the punk and garage scene in Europe like at that time um pretty small i imagine well not really i mean okay. it wasn't that small you know it's it's i think the europe the scene in europe has has been great for a really long time you know that's part of why i moved i wanted to move over there you know i toured with a band here in the states and and then I toured with the same band in Europe like two years later, and just the way we were treated and and the the clubs the the quality of the clubs and the importance that people seem to give to music and independent artists really made me want to move over there. So that's one of the reasons I did. Nice. What what are some of the differences? Uh, what were some of the differences that you noticed between um, the artists uh, and their relationships with the clubs and uh, all of that uh, over there versus over here? I mean, you, you said it was a much more uh, um, welcoming and 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 like that. What was it like here at that time for for that that scene? Well, yeah. I mean, when we toured. Uh, it was with Scared of Chaka. We toured in 95 and played a lot of basement shows, which I love, you know. Yeah. But then you end up kind of crashing on couches, fighting over the couch or two that there is to sleep on, and the other guys sleep on the floor. And, you know, whatever. We were in our 20s, so it didn't really bug us that much. Yeah. You know, and then 
you know, we'd be eating, like, going to eat some fast food maybe after the show or whatever, you know. But the, in Europe, you know, you show up and there, there's, a, like, a, a home-cooked meal waiting for you. And there's a bed for everyone, <laughs> you know. And nice. then they hand you a set amount of, of pay for the band, you know, that, that will definitely cover your, your expenses. You know, whereas in, in the States, the pay was like pass around a hat for gas money or whatever. And right. You end up with barely enough to cover half a tank, you know. Yeah. It was always it was always my experience here that uh, the band who came from farthest away was given the entire paycheck. Uh, the, the local bands just con- contributed theirs to them because they, they were the ones who were going to have to uh, deal with the most expenses. Yeah, as they should. That's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I thought uh, I would take a break here and play a few of the bands who are going to be appearing at the Debaucherino Festival. And uh, I'm going to start with uh, one of my favorites by uh, The Mummies, uh, Stronger Than Dirt. Anything you want to say about The Mummies? I mean, we already kind of talked about them, but if you, you can never, you can never give them too many accolades. No, not you can't, and that's also one of my favorite songs. Um, we had the we had a secret show last time they played in Reno. They played um, they played the main stage, of course, but they also played a secret show in the alleyway um, at like two in the afternoon. And there's a really cool video of that up on the on the uh, on YouTube. Wow! Check out. But they're always great. I've seen them a bunch. I've had the pleasure of seeing them a bunch of times now. Yeah, they're fantastic. Oh, they're yeah. dynamic and fun and out of control. Yep, and they're you know they're getting up there in years, but they they don't show that on stage. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then you know, I mean, for all their on stage antics, I I got to meet Trent, the one of the the keyboard front uh, front guy from the Mummies, much later, and uh, oh my God, he's like almost shy and 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 quiet and i just couldn't believe that it was like the same person yeah definitely oh you know another little uh trip a little bit of trivia is uh one of the things that i think helped me uh finally convince them to come and play in reno is that when i saw them play in in sardinia on this island in italy Mm -hmm. and we were talking after the show and they they said you know we used to buy um we used to go to Reno all the time to go to this guitar store called Bizarre Guitar, and that's where we got a lot of our vintage instruments, you know, for really cheap oh, wow. from their basement. And I said, get out of here. This Bizarre Guitar was right next to, it was really close to my mother's house, and it was right next to the arcade that I used to go play video games at when mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Nice. You know, <laughs> so I was like, so you got all your instruments from Reno. You got to come, you got to give back. You got to come play in Reno. Totally. <laughs> and then... Shortly thereafter, they finally gave in. All right. All right, we'll hear the mummies right now. Stronger than dirt right here in the electric compost heap. KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis. Stay on the line, Pete. We'll talk a little bit more, okay? All right. All right.
can hear it on your side. <laughs> Say what?
KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis, California, is what you are listening to. KDRT LP, uh, KDRT.org online. That was Wild Billy Childish and the Musicians of the British Empire with a song called Joe Strummer's Grave. Uh, we, before that, we had Sacramento band The Losing Streaks with a song called To Die For from their latest This Band Will Self-Destruct in T-. minus. And at the top of that set, we had The Mummies with a song called Stronger Than Dirt from uh, an album that they put out called Never Been Caught. Might be a compilation. I don't know. Um, we are uh, in the middle of a conversation with uh, Pete Manchetti, who is the uh, owner of Slovenly Recordings and is putting on uh, this Debaccherino Festival uh, if you'd like more information about this, it's happening uh, June 16th through 18th uh, in Reno, and you can go to slovenly.com, and slovenly is spelled just the way you would think it is. Uh, we've got Pete Manchetti on the line still, I think. You there, Pete? I'm still here, yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Technology is amazing. Um yeah, the so, website for the festival, by the way, there's a direct link. Okay. S L O V E N dot L Y slash Reno. So S Love N dot L Y slash Reno. Okay. Okay. Um, the the uh, and and there is a link too on the on the slovenly recordings page as well. It's it's not hard to find if you if you just put debaccherino into your browser there, it will pop up. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, when did when did debaccherino uh, start? When did you kick that one off? The first one was in two thousand eight. Um, so I did the. The Sticker Guy 15th anniversary party in 2008. Okay. And had a, such a good time organizing that one that uh, six months later I did the first Debaccio Reno. Um, and then uh, five years later, when it was time to do the 20th anniversary party for Sticker Guy, I just decided to call it Debaccio Reno. Nice. And I've, I've continued with that ever since. Every five years we do a Debaccio Reno to celebrate. Uh, the anniversary of Sticker Guy. And why don't you tell us what uh, the Sticker Guy is and, and what uh, what you do with that business? Sticker Guy is a little printing company I started when I was 19 years old while still living at my mom's house. Um, we make stickers for uh, in, mostly for independent bands, uh, record labels, uh, businesses, underground, you know, tattoo shops, skateboard shops and companies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a uh, a certain um, uh, I don't know. It's it's it, there's a mood to the art, and, and it, it it's all kind of uh, um, uh, there's a continuity to it all. Are you talking about the artwork on the website? Yeah, what I what guy dot com. Yeah, what I can see. I mean, and and so were you were you like designing uh, the uh, some of the some of the art for the stickers too? Um, yeah, well, the artwork on the website is done by my good friend, uh, U.S. Fuzzhound. Um, he's an amazing, uh, illustrator. Um, and, but yeah, I do some sticker design, yeah, but most of the, or most of the stickers we print are just, uh, you know, sent by our customers. They're sending their, sending in their, their own logos and designs and drawings and such. 
Cool. And so, do do you find did you find that uh, that there was a lot of word of mouth between uh, uh, independent record labels, independent bands, and all that? Is that kind of how it started uh, rolling along? Yeah. Um, well, when I was uh, I started the company when I was nineteen, still living at my mom's house, yeah. and then uh, as soon as we had enough money, we we, we moved out. Or well, as soon as I had enough money, I moved out. Uh, my mom's house with a friend with a couple of friends into a house with a basement and we started doing all ages shows um, we had bands from all over coming through town and uh, I was running ads and maximum rock and roll and stuff so you know the word kind of spread via via those means you know like bands coming to town ads and you know fanzines like maximum rock and roll and and uh, and then me just traveling around Touring with bands, sticking, sticking stickers everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a totally uh, organic sort of a thing. Yeah, stickers is a really good way to, uh, you know, to spread to to promote something underground for sure. Yeah, what what? Let me just ask you what uh, your mom thought about uh, the uh, the punk rock shows in the basement and uh, the stickers and 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 the whole thing and how you were falling into it. Yeah, well, she had forbidden me from ever going to a punk rock show again. Uh, but not you know, long lived. I was an adult, so that wasn't going to work out. Yeah, I was an adult by then. Yeah. Um, but you know, my mother's always been very supportive of of everything, and you know, I owe everything to her, of course. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Okay, so uh, I want to just uh go back a minute here and. Uh, have you give that uh, website for the the debaucherino festival, and then we'll uh, well g- go ahead and uh, and and give the website and then talk about uh, who's going to be performing and uh, and and maybe a little bit about the venues in uh, in Reno that they'll be in too. Yeah, sure. So the website again is s l o v e n dot l y slash Reno. And we will be, or you can just go to slovenly.com and you'll find your way to it. Um, and we are going to be in uh, various, in two different venues this year. One is a, a club called Cypress. Um, everybody tells me that it's, it's kind of a new club and everybody tells me they have the best sound in town. So we had to go there. And the other venue is Wingfield Park Amphitheater. Um, Reno has a river running through it, uh, which right downtown kind of splits into, and it makes this little island, and there's an amphitheater built on that island, and it's been a long time dream to put on a, a, a show there. Nice. So finally doing it. Cool. Was it uh, difficult to get permits and whatnot, or was uh, was it was it pretty supported by the city? Um, it, it wasn't, it, it was not difficult this time but it's not the first time i've asked so i guess it's sort of like trying to get uh really great bands to play you have to <laughs> keep trying <laughs> 10 years later they'll finally say yes yeah you know yeah. um but yeah the, the the woman i'm working with at the city is uh very uh has been very has been very easy to work with she's great and um yeah it's uh it's going to be a great event uh outdoors Starting at two o'clock. It's all all the events, by the way, are all ages. 
Awesome. So, awesome. Know, especially the ones at the park. It's like fun for the whole family. Yeah. Whatever aging punk rockers can come with their kids and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Well, and, and so that brings up a pretty good point. What, um, what is the, the, the state of, uh, of the punk and garage audience these days? Do you see a lot of, uh, uh, unaccompanied uh, uh, teenagers and and like people in their early twenties, whatnot, or is it pretty much all the old schoolers? Well, if you're asking me, um, I'm not sure where to answer, like where about which place to answer, because I'm constantly traveling, and so I've kind of got a kind of a global opinion on or a global answer to that question okay know? no that, that's that's a good and, place i mean it doesn't really matter where yeah. right it's 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 the vibe and 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 what what people get out of the music yeah yeah i mean here in reno i can't really say i'll be able to t- tell you better uh, a little more than two weeks from now okay. <laughs> after after our event because i haven't been in reno that much actually in the last 20 years you know we just but you know the last the last debaucherinos we did, um, we've had, like, a lot of people, like, we sold out, you know, in 2018, and so a lot of Reno people didn't get to come because they, whatever, they didn't think they needed to buy a ticket, I guess, and people came from everywhere, you know, from Japan and Europe and Canada and Mexico and everything. And um, so, But this year I don't think we're going to have that problem because the park, you know, we don't have a, a such a strict capacity limit, you know. Yeah. Uh, we had we we could only sell like 700 tickets in 2018, and this year we could we could go past a thousand, I think. So. Um, cool. So yeah, um, I think there's uh, there is a really one thing I can say about the Reno scene though is that it's really killer right now. Um, never before have we had seven bands from Reno on the bill. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to see every one of them. There's a lot of really good bands in Reno right now. Okay, so why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and list those bands? Yeah, we've got... Um, uh, wow, let me see if I can remember them all. we got uh, Rotary Club, Saturday Nights, um, Clarko, uh, The Juveniles, Eddie and the Subtitles, uh, who they're an LA band, but Eddie is from Reno actually, um, and he's been living back home for for several years now. And then there's two more. Who am I missing? Um, Pussy Valor, and oh man, you, you got me on the spot. Okay, uh, okay I'm sorry, I didn't uh, mean to do that. Uh, so <laughs> let's see. Did you mention the Juveniles? I did mention the Juveniles. Okay. Yeah. How about the Tube Alloys? Tube Alloys is from LA actually. Okay. Okay. And they're they're really amazing. Um, what's that one other Reno band that I've yeah, neglected I, to mention? I am not I'm not well versed enough to know. Fitting okay. Image, of course. Ah, Fitting okay. Image. Okay. We, we just put out an album by them, and yeah, awesome. amazing band. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you too. Um, as far as uh, slovenly recordings goes, how uh, how has um, the way that music is uh, kind of consumed now, and I hate to use that word consumed, but I guess it's just the marketing person in me. But um, it's uh, it's 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 a lot different than it was twenty years ago when uh, when you started this. 
And uh, so, for example, um, I, uh, I asked uh, you guys in the capacity of music director here if you could send me a CD of uh, the Losing Streaks. And your promo guy got back to me and said, hey, we don't do CDs anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't do many CDs anymore, no. Because hardly anybody buys them anymore, really. True, you true. It, it's a weird thing where now um, the younger kids, are buying either LPs or cassettes, and the only ones buying CDs are, are like a little bit the older generation. Us old farts, know. yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta so, say, you know, CD really works well for for radio. You know, when you're doing a radio show, CDs you can't. I mean, you just can't go wrong. They're they're easy to to queue up, and you don't have to mess around with a needle and all of that. You know. True. True. Yeah. I mean, um, we. The only way it makes sense for us to do CDs is if we do them short runs, yeah. you know, because there's, there's hardly any band sells enough copies to make it worthwhile to even do 500, you know? Yeah. And I, I've got the boxes and boxes of CDs to prove it. Yeah, I'll bet you do. I'll bet you do. Uh, and that's, that's something I've kind of heard from a few people uh, who uh, operate record labels, you know. Um, it seems like it seems like the only ones who are still selling CDs are like uh, uh, bluegrass, folk, blues, country, that kind of thing, and and that's definitely you know an older audience. Yeah. Um, but you said you said that you uh, that you run uh, cassettes. Every now and then we do cassettes. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, just if we think the you know there'll be a demand for it. Yeah, and cassettes are easier. It's easier to make a smaller run of cassettes as well. So. Hmm. I. I. I mean, I. 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 I never see anybody play cassettes anymore. Like outside of a real, you know, tight circle of radio nerds that I hang out with. Um. But I. I. It. It. Uh. It is uh, kind of cool that uh, younger people would reach for a cassette before a CD. Yeah. Definitely. I mean. Um... I think hopefully what I'm hoping for is a, a resurgence of CDs, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years from now. Yeah. They'll come back into fashion or something because I'll have plenty to sell to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's entirely possible because um, I, th I think from my viewpoint, one of the things that came with the – well, that caused the resurgence in vinyl was the fact that all of a sudden you could pick things up for one, two, three, and four dollars – and if you go to most record stores that handle CDs, that's kind of like the the, the price point that you'll you'll find on those on those CD uh, covers. Yeah. So yeah. you know it all comes down to how much you know how much can you get for your buck. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, but you know, I the the, the it, it sounds like the label is uh, still thriving. Uh, you said you were putting out a, a record by uh, um, by uh, uh, the Spitting Image. Uh, uh, it's on the way, or it just came out. Yeah, it came out a couple months back, and uh, we've got we got it's a it's a great great album. Um, we've got several more on the way. Um, uh, two albums that I'm particularly um, excited for are by Subsonics from Atlanta, Georgia, who, by the way, are also playing in Virginia City with uh, Billy Childish and, and Losing Streaks. Um, the, their first two albums, uh, most people know, think their first album came out on Get Hip, but 
actually they had two records before that that only came out on CD. And we're putting out these two albums on vinyl for the first time. I'm very much looking forward to that. Nice, nice. Um, and, and, and there's still pretty much a, a hardcore audience for vinyl. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, you know, uh, unfortunately, I mean, supposedly vinyl is selling uh, better than it has since the, you know, it's now it's selling more than CDs for the first time since the, the 90s or whatever. Right. Um, and supposedly vinyl sales are through the roof, but we're still selling about the same amount, really. Um, I guess the, the records that are selling are like represses of Led Zeppelin and <laughs> Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, at, at a much higher price point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, you know, even though vinyl is, uh, is outselling the other two mediums, I don't think it's anywhere near what it was in its heyday. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I first started a label in, in 94, you know, I could put out a record by, a uh, by a pretty much unknown band. And as long as the record was decent, I could pretty, it's pretty easy. It was pretty, pretty easy to sell about a thousand copies. And, and nowadays, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, were those uh, LPs or seven inches? Uh, seven inches is what I started with. Right. And, and then yeah, nowadays, you put out a, uh, a record, whether it's a seven inch or an LP, by uh, a band that people know that's touring like internationally, and you'll be lucky to sell a thousand copies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I you know I applaud you for uh, uh, sticking to it and, and and making it work, and of course uh, for making all of this fantastic music available to uh, uh, to us uh, <laughs> fans. You know, I mean, I I never would have uh, come across you know the Cavemen or Biznaga or Waui Los Args or you know pretty much well I, most of the bands. Uh, there's a there's a huge uh, a bunch of bands that you uh, put out too that came from um, the Oceania uh, area, New Zealand, Australia. Um, a huge bunch of bands. No, I mean, well, we okay, a handful. Yeah, yeah, we did the Digger and the Pussycats. We did a single for them. Who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. I know it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, Brad Pot. Brad Pot, exactly. There you go. Yeah, we yeah. Broke up, unfortunately, right after we put out that album. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. It's a good record. Um, and and you know, and, and I guess I guess what I'm talking about then is that uh, right now there just seems to be a huge influx of bands uh, that I hear on uh, on certain radio stations from that part of the world, and uh, you know, it kind of gives me hope that this kind of music is going to keep on. Yeah, I just thought of another one from Australia, Pronto. Another band that broke up shortly after we put it out. Okay. So we're okay. never doing another record by any Australian band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, why don't you uh, uh, give the uh, uh, the website one more time and uh, the pertinent details, and uh, we'll wrap up, and I'll let you get on with your uh, your evening. Right on. Uh, the website, our website is slovenly.com. Right. That's uh, S-L-O-V-E-N-L-Y.com. Uh, and if you go to that website and click, you'll see a uh, We're Loud Fest logo. You click that, you'll get to the to all of our festivals, the Botswana, We're Loud Fest, etc. 
And yeah, and there's also a, a link that you'll see for the Sacramento Trash Jubilee. Oh yeah. Which, uh, that's just down the street from you, right? Right, right. Uh, that's uh, going to be happening later on this month. I think uh, the weekend of like the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, something like that? Uh, 20, yes, 23rd, 20, 22nd, exactly, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. It's the weekend basically after the Bacharino. Okay, okay. And uh, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be spinning records at um, Bottle and Barlow. On Thursday, and then uh, I'll be hanging around on Friday to see uh, the Losing Streak play with Low Light and uh, Not Yeti and Got a Free Hoots in Nashville. Uh, I forget the other band now. Tim's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the following night, we'll all be at Harlow's with the, with the kids and um, the Troublemakers playing their first show, their 30 year. Uh, anniversary show in Sacramento, and uh, a few other bands. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Okay, um, so if you can't make it out to Reno, then definitely you can make it to Sacramento and uh, check in with uh, that. Uh, I, what would you call it? A, a sort of an offshoot of the Debacherino uh, uh, festival? Sure, or? we could call it that. Okay, we could call good it enough. That. Good yeah, enough. It's, it's, a, it's a collaboration of. Uh, Reno friends and Sacramento friends. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, uh, I'll uh, pump the uh, website one more time before we go. And uh, thank you very much for spending some time talking to us, Pete. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. Yeah. No. Uh, it's and thanks for like all these uh, twenty years of great music too. Um, hold the line for a minute, and uh, I just want to talk to you real fast before I let you go. Uh, we'll hear something right now from the kids, something that's appropriate, I think. This is rock and roll right here in the Electric Compost Heap. KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis.
When it gets dark, we all come out Looking for love, ready to rock out We look so pretty, so, so dressed up Then we walk through the city, so, so messed up The flashes in the silver lame The folks in their black berets Looking like lovers to bleed the crowd We want the music, need the volume loud
KDRT. Whoa, KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis, California. That's one other thing that I like about uh, the type of bands that record uh, for Slovenly Recordings. Uh, they just pack the tracks right in there. There's you, you don't have time for a breath before the next one starts. Uh, that was uh, Beast Naga uh, from uh, the album um, Senido del, del Espectaculo. Uh, and the song we heard was uh, Medio Cridad y Confort. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just one of the Spanish bands that, uh, that uh, put lab- uh, records out on the Slovenly label. Um, we also heard the Mummies with their version of Shot Down, uh, the classic from the Sonics. Uh, the Zeros with something called Cosmetic Couple. And the Kids from This Is Rock and Roll. Uh, the Mummies, the Zeros, the Kids, Wild Billy, Childish, the Losing Streaks, and many others are going to be at the Debacherino Festival. And uh, you can find out about that festival by going to slovenly.com, S-L-O-V-E-N-L-Y.com, and uh, click around there and you'll you'll get all the information you need, as well as the We're Loud Festival, which is... Uh, the one that uh, our guest Pete Manchetti was talking about uh, that's going to start in uh, Italy and then move to Spain. So, again, uh, my thanks to uh, Pete Manchetti for taking time to talk to us about all of his many great projects and uh, all the bands that that make music that really just makes my neck snap, you know. It's good stuff. Uh, We'll be telling you more, too, uh, about what's going to be happening in Sacramento uh, that he is involved in as well before the show is out. The California Raptor Center at UC Davis is committed to preserving and perpetuating the health of all birds of prey with special emphasis on those native to California and the West. The Raptor Center cares for more than 200 sick and injured birds uh, and uh, they actually return most to the wild successfully. The center also offers educational programs on the biology of raptors, their importance in the ecosystem, and the need to help them. And all wildlife species thrive in the face of shrinking habitats. More information on uh, when you can visit or how you might want to volunteer or maybe make a donation. Go to californiaraptor.org. Californiaraptor.org. Org. All right, my name is Doug Deep, and we've got a little bit of time left here in the electric compost heap, so uh, let's uh, fill that up right now with some chicha music. This is Los Chapis right here in the electric compost heap. KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis. <laughs>
No te vayas mi hermosa nena Y no te vayas mi hermosa linda Aquí te quedas en el paraíso Aquí te quedas yo te doy cariños No te vayas mi hermosa nena Y no te vayas mi hermosa linda Aquí te quedas en el paraíso Aquí te quedas sin compromiso Si te vas yo Searching, searching for my baby. Yes, I am. Searching, searching for my baby. Yes, I am. Searching, searching for my baby. I'm searching, searching for my love. I'm searching for the woman I adore. And if I find her, you know I will. You know I'll never let her go. No, 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 no. You know I'll never let her go now, baby. I love you. I need you. I need you by, by my side. My true love. My true love. You know I'll never ever hide now, baby. No, 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 no. You know I'll never ever hide now, baby. I wonder, I wonder why you had to leave me this way. I'm sorry, darling, if I made you cry. Forgive me, love, for the trouble I've 
Searching for my love. I'm searching for the woman I adore more. And if I find her, you know I'll never let her go. And I know, no, 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 no. You know I'll never let her go now, baby. I can't make it on my own. I just can't make it on my own. I can't make it on my own. I just can't make it on my own. I can't make it on my own. I just can't make it on my own. I can't make it on my own. So I promise. So I, so I, so I. Hey, y'all, more better, fast, crazy, go, jack of all, back and forth, pro ponies of y'all, savage or jacking off, make me take my jacket off, knock it off, check out them bras, I'll be knocking off, dropping off, top it off, anytime I take a loss, shake it off, work. You don't want no beef stroking off, you don't get no beats, you just be stroking off, you don't get broken off, you are not hot enough, taking they clothing off, you are not cold enough, I am not going hard up holding off, work. Go and take Tylenol, you do not got the balls, you don't know how to ball, not at all. You might need Ritalin and Adderall, you might be better off sitting in your pad playing paddleball. You don't want to battle with a cat with my catalog, digital or analog, even with a cannonball, a counterpart, better flee to my Mars, hands a bar, peeling through Babylon, hands not on handlebars, you ain't got the acumen to handlebars, you should just pack it in yours, just saccharine Malamars, know that y'all fans of ours, talk like senators, go half ass like Minotaurs, homie we the Juilliard, rest of y'all in kindergarten, me and I am many like oil and vinegar, ha! Y'all know about the real New York, boys say, come and tell you about the real New York. Well, that's work. Y'all know about the real New York. I ain't many had to tell you about the real New York. Well, that's true. Y'all know about the real New York. Boys saying, come tell you about the real New York. Well, that's work. Y'all know about the real New York. I ain't many had to tell you about the real New York. Tell them. Far hopping, far hopping, far robbing, far robbing. Purse snatching, purse snatching. Rapping the perverse verse in reverse. He versus me versus the earth. Nickelback of dirt. Triple fat goose and boom boys booming. I'm at the park room in the barbecue shop. Do 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 with the barbecue. Barbecue go me now. I mean to bother you. I do mean to bother you. There, pardon me to go with the party you. Sing city bikes for one harm is horrible. Don't these shuffy heads bother you? Now you wear helmets. Some pair balls. Hope you make them all turn somewhere and fall. The white vibe be the main supreme overall. With the exception of the denim overalls. It's I'm many. Try to impress him, I step in the session, repping the reckoning. Back in the veterans, step in the veteran. But I'm okay, solo, the incredible letterman. They don't wanna let him make it, they don't wanna let him win the gentleman slash rebel of election of all the greatest, bravest, fakest, get the testicles out. Y'all know about the real New York, boys saying, come and tell you about the real New York, well that's work. Y'all know about the real New York, I ain't many had to tell you about the real New York, well that's true. Y'all know about the real New York, boys saying, come and tell you about the real New York, well that's work. Y'all know about the real New York, I ain't many had to tell you about the real New York, tell them. KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis, California, the real New York, right there from uh, Homeboy Sandman, an album called Kindness for My Weakness. Uh, Before that, we heard the great Ted Hawkins with Searching for My Love. Uh, Before that, we had Soul Peligro 
with something called Paraiso. Sol Poligro is going to be appearing at the Davis Music Festival on Saturday, June 17th at the Pence Gallery stage. That's uh, going to be the area behind the Pence Gallery. Uh, and they are going to be there uh, roughly... Five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, Los Chapis at the top of that with El Aguajal. Okay, so um, Davis Music Festival. Uh, KDRT is going to be broadcasting live on Friday, June 16th from uh, Sudverk over here on the uh, west east side of town. Sorry. Uh, by the railroad tracks. Uh, we will be broadcasting the performances of Forever Gold Rush, The Nickel Slots, and Boot Juice. On Saturday, we'll be broadcasting live from Armadillo Music, beginning at uh, about 2.45, for the performances of The One Train, Jessica Malone, and John Vanderslice. More information at davismusicfestival.com. Actually, I think it's Davis Music Fest. Uh, let's see. We also... Uh, we were talking to Pete Manchetti earlier about uh, some shows coming to Sacramento. Uh, June, June 22nd through the 24th, uh, a whole bunch of the bands that are going to be appearing at Reno are going to be in Sacramento, including... The Snares, The Losing Streaks, Low Light, The Kids, The Troublemakers, and much more. I might add, too, that The Snares and The Losing Streaks will be appearing at Davis Music Fest on Sunday, June 18th, over at the Delta of Venus stage. All right. I think that's going to about do it. My name's Doug Deep. You've been listening to The Electric Compost Heap. Uh, I will not be here in two weeks uh, in that I will not be in the KDRT studio. I will be over at Sudverk for the live broadcast of the kickoff of the Davis Music Festival. Look for the KDRT tent, stop by, say hello, and of course, enjoy the music. It's going to be a great weekend. So looking forward to it. Next week in this time slot, Jess Goddess and divine intervention. We'll catch you next time. Keep it tuned to KDRT 95.7 FM, Davis, California.